everybody, I am Ninki Kivid and you are listening to the Chronic Movie Lover Podcast, the show where I mix my obsessive love for movies and TV shows with my struggles of living with chronic pain. In this episode, I will be talking about the fears and worries I have about going to America for a semester abroad. So before we start really going into this episode, I wanted to say that I recorded this episode before I went to America. So when you hear this episode, especially on the day, uh, or specifically on the day that it is published, I've been in America for about three and a half weeks. Um, I wanted to record this before I went for two reasons. One, because this topic is about my fears that I have going there so I think recording this before I'm going um, is best and second I wanted to pre-record this so that I don't have to worry about getting out the episodes on time while I'm also getting settled in America so this is the last pre-recorded episode though Uh, the next ones will be recorded in America or at least I hope (laughs) now let's start with the episode Um, whenever I'm going on a trip for a longer period of time, I will always start asking myself certain questions. Not that I have been on many of these trips, this is only my second one. But I found myself asking these questions for the second time. You know, where am I ending up? Is it really going to be the way I think it is? Will my chronic pain ruin my time there? How many bad days will I have? Who am I going to tell about my chronic pain when I'm there? Will they still want to be my friend uh, after I tell them? All of these questions are flying around in my head for a few weeks now. I, of course, can answer these. I just have to wait and see what the answers are when I'm there. And that is what scares me the most. Not the traveling alone or living with a roommate or, I mean, living in a totally different country. You know, I ran into a very big wall when I lived in Australia, which was my first trip um, staying in a different country for a longer period of time. I will go into depth about that one in a different episode. But I'm asking these questions again, you know, the ones that I asked myself when I went to Australia. Even though I know what I should not be doing, (laughs) and I have grown a lot since Australia, um, and I'm very proud of that. But it's still there, the chronic pain. And it isn't going away anytime soon. You know, I'm already in contact with my roommate, um, have been for a few weeks now, and she's great, she's amazing. Uh, I think she's a very accepted person, so I'm sure that when I meet her in, you know, real life and I feel comfortable, I'm okay with telling her, um, you know, what this uh, exactly means for me. So... I made the choice to not worry about that right now. So that's a very good thing. You know, I never know when I should tell people and how I should tell them. You know, I could use this podcast, of course, which does make it a little bit easier. I must admit that. I can just say, listen to this episode and you'll know what's going on and what it's sort of like for me. You know, but I can never tell how they will react no one can know that and that's really really terrifying to me 
especially with what I have been through in primary school, which you would have heard when you listened to episode 9. And then there's the question of how many bad days I will have and will my chronic pain ruin my time there. And I know what you guys are thinking, like why worry over something you just don't know and what is also something that's just out of my control. You know, I should go there with um, my mind in you know a positive place, saying to myself, I'm gonna have a great time, whatever, whatever. And I know that and I'm trying but it's quite hard because I did the exact same thing when I went to Australia. And don't get me wrong, I had an amazing time. But there were some really, really dark days and some things I did because of how I felt with my chronic pain that I really, really regret and wish I didn't do, basically. No, but I, I think, you know, not knowing... Um, like, like worrying over something I just don't know and also something that I that's just out of my control that is what makes it so scary and terrifying no at, at home I have my own space people that really know me and know what's going on with me it is a place I know how to make me feel better and know that I can go to and put myself together again I don't have that place in America I don't have that place in America yet but who knows? Maybe I can create a place like that in America as well. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> so the next things that I'm worried about or terrified about or just fear, basically. Where am I going to end up? And is it really going to be the way I think it is? Now, I've made all kinds of arrangements for where I'm staying on this trip. I'm staying on campus in a dorm with a roommate. I already know who that roommate is. I kind of sort of know which room. Well, I know which room it is, but I don't really know exactly the layout. There are two possibilities and I don't really know. One is better than the other, but I'm okay with both of them. I, I guess I kind of have to be. I mean, <laughs> don't really have a choice, but still. But yeah, so what am I worried about, Nika? What are you worried about? It's just something I think everyone has, you know. You know where you're going, but it's really the way but is it really the way it looks on the pictures or how people say? And the most important, is it a place I'm going to be fitting in and comfortable at? I've been dreaming to go to university in America for a very long time now, or just going to America. And now that is finally going to come true. But because of this, I have all kinds of expectations and things I think that it will be like, basically. And when they are not met, when you get there, it can turn out to be a very big disappointment. So I'm trying to control my expectations and just see what it's like there and not, you know, making up too many scenarios of how it will be and, you know, what it will be like. So I sort of kind of got that under control but it does scare me. You know, it, it always scares me because, you know, when you're here and you tell people that uh, you're going to do this, they say, oh my God, that's amazing. I'm so jealous. Oh, I wish I could have done that. Or I wish I did that when, 
when I had the opportunity. I know everybody that you tell is most definitely when they see you again is going to ask how it was. And me telling that it was not at all what I was expecting. It sucked. You know, my, my chronic pain basically ruined everything. Is such a big fear of mine. And I know that it won't ruin everything. But it is something that I fear, which is so stupid because I'm telling or I'm saying to myself, like, that's not going to happen. It also didn't happen with Australia. Yeah, you had quite a lot of dark days and some things happened that just weren't fun. But there were so many other things, other things that were just amazing. And I mean, the internship wasn't really what I expected it to be, but that's fine. It wasn't really a disappointment because I was in Australia. You know, every weekend I had felt like a vacation, felt like I discovered a whole new thing, like I went on a whole new adventure. And I met a lot of people, um, some I'm still talking to, some have become my best friends. So it's just, there were a lot of, lot of good things, which I think uh, outshine the bad things. But they're still there, the bad things. And that's also still something I remember. So, yeah. Okay. Those are basically all the fears and worries I have that have something to do with my chronic pain at the moment. So, I could say that there are not that many. And that there are, there are still like a lot of fears that everybody has when they're going away for a long period of time. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, they are like an, on an extra high level to me because of, uh, you know, the chronic pain and struggling with that. So let's talk a bit about, um, you know, general fears people have, like traveling alone, uh, which I'm sure a lot of you, no matter how old you are, find scary, or at least a little bit scary. I find it scary and I have traveled by myself three times now. America will be my fourth time traveling alone. And I think what makes it scary um, for me is that whenever I run into a problem, I'm the only one that can fix it. Because if you don't fix it, no one will. And also it's really hard that when people come to you and they offer you help, it's really hard to trust them. Because you uh, hear so many things that, you know, I mean, not everybody is trustworthy. That's obvious. We all know that. But when you're on your own and you actually really need help and somebody is offering, you almost immediately want to say, yes, sure, thanks. But what if he steals something or she steals something? What if he is a bad person? All that kind of things, all those things and scenarios start running through your head and you know, that, that is what makes it scary, you know, the traveling alone. You don't have an extra person that can look out for you. And that tells you, um, like, maybe this isn't a very good idea. You only have, you know, you to make that decision. So, yeah, it's 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 quite scary. It still is. Um, and also, I had that 
time when I when I went to Australia, something uh, someone at the airport in Brussels where I flew from made some mistakes, which I eventually had to fix after a 12-hour flight and being airsick and whatever. I'll go into detail, like I said, in another episode about that. But I was the only one that could fix it. You know, if I didn't do anything, you don't go where you're supposed to be going. So that was really, really scary. But I think because I also have the fear of failure with it, I'm so scared that I'm going to mess things up, that it's not going to go be okay, that I have to go home. That's just always something that was inside my head, which was stupid. Again, stupid when I think back on it. But that's just something there. And then I just... And then all kinds of things happened and I eventually fixed it and something really good came out of it, which I also think is that when something bad happens on your travels, there is always going to be uh, something that's really, really positive. It's kind of like a balance when you're when you're traveling, which I've had so many times or like basically every time I've traveled by myself and something happened that wasn't in favor of me, then that same day or a few days later, something happened, which was a in a favor to me so it's kind of weird how that you know just all balances itself out but going back um it still scares me to travel alone even though i've done it three times successfully also i might add um you know it might like i said has something to do with my fear of failure um and it does help me you know i've done it already a couple of times to not have any you know huge panic attacks or thinking that i can't do it which I do think, but I don't get panic attacks from that. Um, but, you know, doing something by yourself will always be a bit scary. Uh, it might get less scary because you've done it a lot of times or um, it just stays the same. But traveling alone, even when you're scared of traveling alone, it's so exciting when you've done it. You know, when you've overcome that fear. And because you already overcame that fear once. And you know how it made you feel when you did that. You're going to do it again. Because even though you might be scared of doing it. Deep down, you know that you're capable of doing it. Saying the phrase like, you know, you're capable of more than you know. So yeah, don't forget about the good things either, about traveling alone, seeing the world, meeting new people, learning a lot about yourself, don't forget that. You know, it's not all bad. (laughs) Trust me, when you're traveling alone, and it is scary, there is so much more things, good things, that will just put away the scariness of traveling alone in a deep dark hole somewhere. Especially when you get back and you have all these kinds of stories, all these new people that you've met. It's it's amazing. It's it's just like very satisfying. So yeah. And of course, I also have some worries about uh, studying. I mean, I've done this before, but that was when I did an internship and now I'm going to study abroad. So some of my fears have something to do with that, obviously. For example, my classes. You know, what if I don't like them? What if they weren't what I thought they were? I mean, 
the only thing I know about them is the description the university gave, and sometimes that description was only one sentence. Now, they can sound very interesting on paper, but are they actually interesting? And are they actually, you know, the way they describe it in that description? And the the scary part of that is that I can't change my classes anymore. Well, I could if it really was bad and really something was wrong or stuff. But then I have to ask permission from my school here in the Netherlands. And then I had to pick a new class which fits my schedule and then I have to ask the university if I can actually follow that class and then when they did that I can end I can enroll in that class and then you now it's a whole thing. So let's just say to make things easier I cannot change my classes anymore. All I can do is sit through them and hope that I like them. And don't get me wrong, some of the classes they sound so interesting like creative writing is something that I've always wanted to study and I'm following I'm in that class now and anthropology that's something new for me it sounds very very interesting and I'm emphasizing on biological anthropology um which is insane it sounds insane and really really interesting but I've only like I've said I've only read the description and I don't have any experience in that part so for those classes, I'm just basically hoping that they're interesting enough and fun enough for me to follow for an entire semester. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, some of these fears are in the front of the line. Like I said, I think the fears that have to do with my chronic pain are at the front of the line. And then the others are more at the back of the line, which I think are more a worry instead of a fear. So, for example, like... Will people still like me when they find out I have chronic pain? Um, how should I tell them? When should I tell them? All that kind of stuff. Like the social thing about it, I think. That really are fears of mine. And then, you know, do I like my classes? Are they interesting enough? Um, will I f pass for my exams? Will they be too hard for me or not? Those are more like worries, all that kind of stuff. But I still wanted to mention all of them because all of them have an effect on me and they all have to do with me going to America. And to help myself with dealing with these fears is very, very simple to me. I must be honest with that. To me, I just talk to my parents about them. Just be honest about what scares you and you know, you don't have to be brave about that. I mean, you're going, which is already very, very brave. So you're allowed to, to be a bit nervous or, you know, have certain fears about stuff. So I talk to my parents and they usually, well, they almost always uh, calm me down. And then I, I don't have to worry about them for a couple of days. And then, you know, they just come flying up and then I worry about them again. And then I talk to them again and then, you know, we'll keep them numb. When I, when I keep doing this, when I talk to my parents. I, to be honest, I don't really talk to my friends about my fears and my worries. Maybe just tiny, tiny things sometimes. But most of the time, I just talk about like the fun things. Um, some of my friends are also going abroad, like doing this exact same thing because my friends are in my, 
in the same class as me. So we just talk about the good things, you know, the things that we're excited about or I'm excited about, which in some ways also helps me forget the fears and worries I have. So two things is two ways I'm dealing with the fears is talking about them and then mostly with my parents or talking about things I'm excited about to forget them for a little bit. So two different ways to, to, to deal with them for me. So try that out. If you're feeling anxious about anything, it doesn't necessarily have to be about, you know, studying abroad for a semester. You know, it can be anything that you're anxious about. An exam, um, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe just a weekend trip. Who knows, you know, your first trip, your first time traveling alone, your first time driving a car, all that kind of things. Talk about your fears, talk about things you're excited about instead of the fears that you have for it. I'm sure you'll get through it. Everybody is brave. You know, we all have fears and we all have to deal with them in our own way. No one is ever completely fearless. It is what makes us human. I am not completely fearless and that's okay. Fear makes it that much more that much more exciting and makes you feel so accomplished and proud when you do the things that scare you. And to quote one of my favorite TV shows, fear is within all of us. S is strength. That was all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you will keep listening to what I have to say. Um, when you have a question for me or you want to let me know what you thought of the episode or if you want me to talk about something specific or anything else, just DM me on Instagram at Nigikivit. Um, there will be a new episode every fortnight on Sunday and you will hear me on the next episode. Mm-hmm.